Warning. This podcast is intended for adult audiences only and includes candid discussions of controversial topics that may be considered offensive by some listeners. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner, often using explicit language. We are not marriage and family therapist or sex therapist, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you're under the age of 18, or if you do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you do, well, then grab your seat, your favorite drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I think we'll just like faux pas our way through swinging. We'll see what happens. That's right. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? (laughs) No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our own journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures later. And wow, we sure have had some adventures, haven't <laughs> yes, we? Yes, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to each grow as individuals. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. <laughs> we sure do. We <laughs> laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the excitement things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do or what not to do in their own journeys. So basically you're going to join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some of these will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we are going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a cup of coffee. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. lifestyle. Hi, I'm Marina. And I'm Tristan. And this is our official um, second episode of The Accidental Swingers. The first episode was really an introduction to us and who we are and why we decided to start this podcast. So now it's time to jump into the (laughs) nitty gritty. Into the nitty gritty, yes. (laughs) Yep. So I think we left off where we talked actually in our um, introductory episode, uh, kind of about how things started for us. Correct. we yeah. talk about it? Yeah, I think we, well, we just broad brush talked about a date going sexy that we oh, didn't right. know was a date. Right. So how we actually became right. accidental swingers. Right. But we left the details up to this episode. Okay. So do you want to tell the story? Or do you want me to tell the story? I think you should tell the story <laughs> and I'll interject as appropriate. Okay. So, well, we talked about the fact that we were on a, we went out to dinner with our neighbors down the street and, um, that it was the second time we'd been out to dinner with them because we'd had such a good time the first time. But then there was some alcoholic beverages involved, but the date turned sexy. And I think we were laughing about the fact that we didn't know we were on a date. Right. But obviously they did. <laughs> yes. And I think I mentioned that, you know, it was, it's looking back on it in hindsight and especially looking back on it two years later and knowing what, what we know now, it was all very orchestrated. Right. right down to how we were arranged at the table, 
how we were arranged at each bar that we went to right so that i was with her he was with you and to allow you know us the time to get to know each other better and to connect with one another and um you know then then ending up at a dance club also orchestrated because that's where the uh, close proximity dance slash grinding began occurring. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a Latin dance club at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Considering how a... inept we are at Latin dancing, yes. or in my case, any kind of dancing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still fun. It was still a lot of fun. Yeah, yes. It's a great little club. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so there we were um, after all of those things had happened all night long. And um, yeah, we were on the dance floor and um, my side of the equation of what happened, because I couldn't see you. You mm-hmm. were uh, on the other side, kind of like a, the, the dance floor, so to speak. But um, he and I were dancing, and he leaned across the, on the dance floor, and he kissed me. And I hadn't kissed another man besides you, except for family or anything like that. There was, you know, in a romantic kind of way at all in 28 years. <laughs> probably Mm -hmm. so i said whoa you know that's not how this goes and actually i think i said i'm your wife is my friend (laughs) so he said oh okay and so he's like that's fine and so we would go back over to find the two of you and my recollection is that he said to his wife pointing you know he said to her you need to take marina to the bathroom and so she said what and he said, you need to take her to the bathroom. And she said, oh, okay. So I'm like, okay. And we went into the bathroom and the conversation kind of went like this. It's okay with me if it's okay with you. <laughs> and I said, uh, it's okay with me if it's okay with you. And that was the conversation. And I still really didn't know what was okay. I was just like, going to go with <laughs> just the flow. Go, go with the flow and agree with it. Yeah, because I figured, what what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> So I thought, all right, I really had no idea what that meant. Right. And um came back out on the dance, you know, out of the out of the restroom and back onto the dance floor. And um you and I never had a chance to talk. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We never said anything to each other at all. Right. No, I didn't I didn't even know what was transpiring there. Mm-hmm. That um and you know, in the meantime, you know, she and I had been dancing in quotes which really just meant she was grinding up against my crotch and i was like oh this is nice this is fun and um and i, and I did kiss her at one point not um, knowing not knowing that that yeah. it happened the other way too yeah i didn't know that and so um you know that probably wasn't the best move but <laughs> she didn't complain <laughs> <laughs> and you're lucky your wife didn't either. Yeah. Well, because I had reached, I had looked over and, and you know I saw him feeling your ass and grinding against you, and so I'm like, all right, well, this is fun. This is you know a little risque, and kind of let this see where this goes. I had no idea it was you know anything beyond that, right. of course. Um, and I remember at one point I went to go to the bathroom, and as I was walking, this woman stopped me. She was at the bar. She turned around, stopped me, and like grabbed me and pulled me in, and tucked a dollar bill in the top button of my shirt <laughs> my button down and she said you're gonna get so much ass tonight and like, what the fuck is she talking so i went to the bathroom came back and she was there again and i went over and i kissed her on the cheek and said you know thank you or something like that but so whatever was going on other people were picking up on it mm. at least this woman was you had a vibe I, apparently i did a sexy vibe going yeah Maybe. apparently <laughs> 
and <laughs> drunk and sexy fun. With, yeah, we with, were all pretty drunk. With completely inept dancing and <laughs> yeah, and we were all very drunk. Yeah, so. we were. Very yeah, drunk. so so that kind of happened there, and we really weren't sure what was going on. It was just getting handsy and. Mm-hmm even more flirty and sexy and kissy. And again, you and I had not had a chance to talk. And then we had to go get our Uber home. So we went outside and ordered the Uber. And we were about 30 minutes from our house. So from our neighborhood. So we get in the Uber and arranged it so that you and her were in the far back. It was like a van, like Mm -hmm. a minivan. And so the way that it worked out was that actually, I think, she got in first. I think you said, oh, I'll let him get in. And we were like, no, you. Yeah, I wasn't picking up on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we put you in the back with her. And then he and I were in the middle. Of course, then the driver was driving. So I, did you guys start making out first or did we start making out? Um, I mean, it was like, it was like. It was kind of simultaneous. Yeah. And we weren't even on the interstate yet before. I mean, you know. Yeah. Was, and, um, Which is only about. Five Maybe. to seven minutes from where the yeah. bar is once yeah. you get back on the highway. Yeah, and so I do remember looking, you know, watching you because I, I put my so I put my hand, I was rubbing her leg, and um, I remember looking forward and seeing him lean over and kiss you, and I thought, well, if she can kiss him, then I'm going to kiss her <laughs> again because so, we hadn't talked right. about any of this. Yeah, so I did, and so were you thinking like? Whatever she could do, I could do, and I won't get in trouble for it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were the, the, the... You sure did have a lot of faith in me. Uh, oh, I always do. <laughs> you were the sexy barometer, and so... <laughs> whatever. I don't even know that that's any good anymore. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Why? Because you can't be trusted. <laughs> I can't be trusted, but that's a whole other episode. Whole, yeah, that's several other episodes. <laughs> yes. It's a theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, you can't, I couldn't be trusted that night either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, so we were in the van making out, and it was like immediate. You're right. Yeah. It was immediate. And we get on the highway. So, again, we're like five to seven minutes from the highway, and we're all making out. And it was like teenagers. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was hot and heavy petting. It was crazy. And we're driving along, making out, and it's really, really quiet because we're all kissing. And the Uber driver goes, everything okay back there? (laughs) (laughs) And it was all I could do to not bust out laughing. uh Uh It was so bad. (laughs) It was really, it was hysterical. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like a group of 50-year-old teenagers in the backseat of a van. Oh, my God. It was crazy. So, yeah, so we're driving along, and there's lots of kissing and touching and feeling, and it was still appropriate. Like, we didn't do, like, we didn't have sex in the van, but it was a lot of touching and rubbing and things. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but by the time we got back to our neighborhood and dropped off at their house, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And they had to get up really early for like a kid event or something the next morning. So we we got out of the van and it was like the spell had been lifted and Cinderella's pumpkin, you know, carriage turned back into a pumpkin and, and the, the moment was gone. So we all just said, okay, good night. Like that was really fun. Let's do that again sometime. Mm-hmm. And you and I walked back down to our house. They went off into their house. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember us walking down the middle of the street at three three o'clock in the morning 
And we were like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know, but it sure was fun. <laughs> yes. And I, cause I couldn't see you cause you were in the back uh-huh. and I was like, what? Or I guess I saw you kissing eventually, but I was like, we were just, I mean, that wasn't even the issue. That was the funniest thing. Like we were walking home together hand in hand and we were like, what was that? Yeah. Like, holy cow, he just started kissing me and we started telling our story and you were like, I kissed her and I said, you kissed her and, and on the dance floor and it was just crazy how the whole thing mm-hmm. totally organically. Yeah, it was completely natural yeah. and uh, certainly unscripted, or at least on our end, it was unscripted. Right, 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 right. So, and we even walking home that night, we were like, "Are do you think that they're swingers? And we're like, no, there's no way yeah. that these people are swingers. Not this couple. <laughs> That's how naive we right. were. <laughs> so we were just like, holy shit, like, what is this all about? And this is not normal, but boy, that sure was fun. Mm. And we were amped up and ready to go. And we came home and had wild drunken sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went, well, we talked about it and then we had wild drunken sex <laughs> until like five o'clock in the morning. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we were still, though, naively, right, and had no idea yeah. that they were. In yeah, the and, th- and, and so in you know, in hindsight, it's so funny thinking you know, yeah, this couple could never be could never be swingers, right? Because you know they're professional and they're normal looking, I and mean, who the fuck knows what right. you know, at, at the time yeah. last thing you know we wouldn't even know how to right. identify what does a look like. Right. I don't know, not these people. Right. It's whatever they look like, it wasn't them. How could we identify swingers? Well, now we know they're everywhere. <laughs> people just like you and <laughs> yeah, me. That's right. What? What? Your everyday average couple next door? Yes, we're everywhere. So we went home and had our wild drunken sex. I think a day or two went by. And you and I were still riding mm. high on the hormones. Yeah, well, that was a Friday night. And so... Yes, it was. We went through the whole weekend. Right. I think it was Sunday afternoon that you and I are like, yeah, let's let's pick that up. Right. Let's, let's go for another date. Let's mm-hmm. pick up where we left off. And I think that's actually where I, what I texted. Mm-hmm. And so I te- we had a group text <laughs> with the... Well, first of, of all, you said to me, well, so what happens next? And I said, I don't know. Somebody's got to text somebody <laughs> and say something. And and you said, "Do we have to text them?" And I said, "I don't know." And she said, "Well, I don't want to be the boy." You said, "I don't want to be the boy." <laughs> they need to text us. No, I think I I don't know. I, then I was like, "Screw it, I'm texting them." Yeah, yeah. yeah was it? I didn't want to be the boy. Or I didn't want to be the girl. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't want to be somebody. You just wanted to <laughs> go on another go on date. Another date. Let's find out what all this craziness was about, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. So, yeah. So I texted our group and I said, you know, that was really fun. Let's pick that up where we left off. Let's do it again and pick up where we left off. And she texted back, what do you mean? And I said, well, that was really sexy. And so let's pick up where we left off. Let's do it again. Let's pick up where we left off. And so I think she finally then said, oh, okay, well, you guys throw us out some dates or something like that, pick mm. out some dates. And so we, we kind of even tentatively, I think settled on a date, um, further down the road, like three weeks, three, yeah, or, three weeks, three or yeah, three weeks down the road. So it was still pretty though ambiguous. It was still unclear at that point in time. And you and I were just like, well, let's just see what happens. Mm. But then a few days later, 
Well, I think we were thinking at the time also it very well could be that, you know, they're in the same boat as we are, that just everybody was drunk and right. just shit happened that way. And right. maybe that was a one-time right. thing that we'll never speak of again. <laughs> Who knows? We but knew. if not, then but, let's go out to dinner and make it happen again. Because right. that was really We knew we had hot. a lot of fun and we wanted to see where that went. Right. And pull that thread. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, a couple days later, even though, again, we didn't know what was going on. Um, she came over to the house, had to pick something up. So we were talking very, you know, esoteric, you know, tropical, topical stuff. And I finally said, all right, look, you know, let's, let's talk about what's coming up our, our next date. And what does that mean for you? And I think I said, how does that work? Or something like that. And she said, well, what we usually do is get a hotel room. And then we all just, you know, go to the hotel. And I said, oh, <laughs> okay. And so she said, why don't you get the hotel room? And I said, all right, that sounds great. I'm sure my voice went up like 10 octaves. <laughs> and I said, sure. And then she said, well, okay, but what, you know, like what rules do you have? <laughs> At this point, I knew I was in really big trouble. And I said, I said, um, what rules do you have? <laughs> she said, she said, well, uh, first off, we never um, take one for the team. And I said, oh, yeah, <laughs> us either. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we would never take one for the team. And then she said, and we always play together. We don't play separate. And I said, oh, yeah, us too. <laughs> we always play together. Always play together. I'm in my mind, of course, thinking I have no idea what that really means. And so I'm just anything she said that they did. I was like, oh, yep, that's how we do it also. <laughs> so, and so she left. And so we left it as, gee whiz, it sounds like everything you do, we do. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Because I didn't know what else to do. And then... um so we left it as I was going to make the hotel reservation. And then, oh, and I said, what do you do? You go out to dinner? And she said, well, what we normally do is go out for a light dinner and then go back to the hotel. Or sometimes we just bring a picnic snack and drinks to the hotel. And I'm like, oh, let's just do that. <laughs> Us too. That's what we use. Either of those works. That's fine. So again, it was all I was just bullshitting my way through the whole thing she was not out the door 30 seconds before i'm texting you mm. oh my god they're swingers <laughs> <laughs> and i know this because she said all these things that i don't know what it meant but i agreed to every <laughs> single one of them <laughs> and so that's how mm -hmm. ta-da that is how we became swingers yes because i didn't know what i was agreeing to <laughs> but i just said okay <laughs> you're so accommodating dear i know so then we had three weeks to figure out what the fuck's going to happen and what are we going to do and <laughs> how to be swingers yeah. in three weeks. Crash course. Yes. Or at least how to look like we are in three yes. weeks. <laughs> first learn. What's the lingo? First learn what taking one for the team means. Right. <laughs> Which I will tell you, dear listeners, means that one person in your couple doesn't sleep with or have sex with or whatever it is with another person in a couple just because the other two people in the couple 
are attracted. So in other words, it has to be a four-way connection is mm. what she was talking about. But I didn't know what that meant. Nope. But I was like, yep, I don't ever take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> Again, learning never say never because mm-hmm. it has happened. But that's another story. Yes. So, yeah. So we had to learn what all the verbiage meant, meant and everything. We had to learn what I agreed to. <laughs> First, you had to remember what you agreed to and then research it. Yes. (laughs) And so, um, so we had these three weeks. Thank God. And then in the, in the interim, though, I think at some point in time, we did kind of lay it on the line that, um, we had not been with any other couples. Like we, they knew that going in. And I, I don't really remember how we kind of, wove that into conversation somewhere in between the me agreeing to everything that they said <laughs> and our the actual date. So by the time we got to the actual date, they knew that, you know, we'd had some experiences and things when before we got married, like we'd had sex with somebody else in the room and I'd had experiences when I was in college and stuff and some different things, but nothing remotely close to this. Mm. But um, so we did kind of back it up a little bit and tell them that we, well, we hadn't really been with another couple yet. And I think that's how we stated it. So we didn't perhaps tell them how new we were. And if they ever listen to this, (laughs) (laughs) they will know. I don't think we've ever told them. Did we ever tell them? I don't think that we have. (laughs) So anyways, we had these three weeks. And in the in the interim of the of the making the date and going on the date, I had to go to Virginia when I was on my way back. I think I was gone for about a week. Mm-hmm. And I was on my way back and that was at the very beginning of the of the three week span. So I was on my way back and I was driving. It's a long drive and I was by myself and I thought somewhere before I got to North Carolina, I thought, gee, I wonder if there are podcast there's got to be podcasts about swinging i have all these hours to kill so i might as well see if there's some kind of a podcast or something out there of course this is so this is 2018 and i pulled over in the north carolina welcome center and i googled podcasts on swinging and sure enough there was an article that came up and it said something like the top 10 five or podcasts on swinging so i kind of scanned through them and found one that was a couple that were relatively new in the lifestyle. They'd only been playing for or swinging for, I think, a year and a half or two years at that mm. point. And they were in their 50s and a longtime married couple. I decided I would listen to that one. It turns out that that podcast is the We Got a Thing podcast with Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Mm-hmm. And um, it was very interesting listening to their podcast. But so the first thing I did, though, was I pulled up the podcast and I looked at the episodes, what the episodes were about. And so episode one was like, what is swinging? I'm like, yeah, I know what swinging is. Okay. Episode two is how to talk your spouse into swinging or something like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't have that problem. So, <laughs> so I looked at the episodes and the f- episode five was called full swap or soft swap. And I'm like, well, that's the first thing that I, that I know. Oh, I think one episode was on jealousy. I'm like, yeah, we don't have that problem either, you know, whatever. So I, this first episode that I saw episode five, full swap versus soft swap. I'm like, that sounds like a good one. I'll listen to that. So in the car, I go driving off down I-95 and the episode starts and they're talking and they do their thing. And, and then they start talking about, 
full swap versus soft swap. Well, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, I can't listen to this hour long podcast and not know the difference of what full swap and soft swap are. So I tried to have Siri tell me (laughs) what it was because I was driving down the highway and she could not tell me. She was very not helpful. She was incapable of helping me at the time. And I can't stop. She always she kept telling me to to look on the internet. <laughs> I kept saying, "Siri, I'm driving 80 miles an hour. I can't look on the internet." So I still realized I could not drive. You know, listen to this episode and not know. So I get off the highway, like the very first exit that I pass, and I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's like cotton fields and tobacco farms, and I'm like, "Well, I'll just get off." Google it really fast, get back on. So I get off the highway and of course an 18 wheeler is right behind me on my butt. And so I'm like, all right, right or left, I'll go right. The 18 wheeler turns right. And there is not another road, a side street, a driveway or anything for like five miles that I end up having to drive. I mean, it's nothing but fields. So I finally get to a T in the road and I pulled into this old dilapidated um, you know, windows broken out with rocks, gas station that looked like it was Mayberry, you know, way back in the day. And, um, and the truck finally goes by. So I'm able to Google and find out what full swap versus soft swap is, which is a very small distinction, but a very important one. That is a very important distinction. Yes. And so if you don't know what soft swap and full swap is, basically soft swap is doing everything with somebody else except there's no penetration correct right i mean i don't yeah. think there's anything else. yeah so full swap is when you actually yeah. have sex penetrative, with penetrative yeah. sex yeah so and soft is everything but right so oral and all that kind of stuff is considered soft swap so you might get naked with a person and go down on each other and things like that there's just no actual penetration mm-hmm. so um and parallel play would also fall under that category yeah, that's true too yeah where so you have meaning, two couples that are playing with each other but not cross playing. right like we you and i would play in front of others right. like you're kind of being a voyeuristic exhibitionist kind of a thing or right. in the same room um playing or having sex with each other but the other the couples don't right mix and match so yeah so that's soft swap versus full swap so i said like i said it's a small distinction but very important <laughs> So I was glad I took that extra 15 minutes of time out mm-hmm. of my drive to be able to figure out what that was because that was super important. So I drove the next seven hours um, listening to Lifestyle Podcast. We got a thing and it was amazing and so informative. And I was listening to us, basically. Mm-hmm. I felt like this couple, they were exactly our age. They um, had gone down to a nudist resort, a clothing optional resort, um, one of the very popular ones called Desire. I don't know which one that they were at, but they were at one of those. And Pearl. Uh, I, and honestly, I don't even think I listened to the episode about how they accidentally got into swing. I mean, I don't think they accidentally, I think they, I don't even really know how they, because I skipped the first five episodes. Right. <laughs> like i don't need to find out if i want to do this i'm gonna do it so i really don't have any idea even after all this time how they actually started in the lifestyle i think that they started with another couple though if my recollection like yeah, they started so. with another couple and because they were very exclusive with couples for a very long yeah, for time for the longest time yeah so yeah so i listened and listened and listened for hours 
and it was very exciting and very hot and very um, got my mind wandering and very excited about the possibility. So you were at work at home. And so I, I think I texted you. Well, you had like, to stop for the night because you weren't going to yeah, drive all no, the way through. Yeah, no, right, right. I had to stop. I was spending the night in Georgia. And I, um, yeah, I either texted you or called you, and I said, holy shit, you're not going to believe this. Yeah, I think this. you called me. Yeah, I think I did too. I did on the car phone. And I said, holy shit, you're not going to believe this. There are podcasts about <laughs> swinging. And you said. Yeah, I know. I've been listening to them for like two years now. <laughs> I said, What? <laughs> I had no idea yeah, that well, you had been listening to podcasts about swinging. Well, I have a basically a 45 minute hour each way commute to my office every day. And so, you know, I just, start, I, I don't even know how it started, but I started listening to Life on the Swing Set. And um, so, you know, I've been listening for a long time. And then I stopped because I'm like, well, shit, this is never going to happen for me. Why would I, why would I torture myself this way? <laughs> so, listening to all these stories. Yeah, listening to all about... these awesome stories and all this awesome lifestyle that I'm never going to have because I knew you wouldn't go for it. So, mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, so I just kind of put that on the back burner. Right. <laughs> and in hindsight, you know, we've even talked about that had I brought it up to you, no matter how skillfully it probably wouldn't have gone well right for us in our dynamic it had to happen the way that it right. did which is right. just completely unplanned organically naturally right everybody on the same page at the same pace right yeah and it really did work out it really did work out that way now looking back for a little bit of more disclosure i think we can talk about the fact that even since you and i were dating um, I think that was when we did have our experience of having mm-hmm. sex with other people in the room and stuff like that. So a little bit of an exhibitionist thing yeah. that went on there. And then, um, and I, if you had, if I had allowed it, we probably would have invited that person to join us. That, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I was not, that was not the person to ask. Right. But, um, but and so nothing else ever kind of came from there. And we had other offers or things that happened or in joking around, and but nothing really came of it. And we had talked the, about it over the years. And we had talked about it over the years. And I was going to say, and that was the other piece, too, after, you know, about uh, 10 or 12 years ago um, when we were in between moving places. And so mm-hmm. you were living in one place and I was living in the other for a few months that you came home one weekend and I walked in the door and this, and the rumor, the story has it that I said to you, I want to have sex with other people. <laughs> like, hi honey, glad you're home. I want to have sex with other people. Pretty much. That's how it went <laughs> down. Yeah. And so, but I don't really remember why that happened or, but that part of that was in the fact that we then talked about it mm-hmm. and we did have interest about, Mm-hmm. finding ways to incorporate that into our marriage. Right. But and my, and my response at that time was, well, what does that look like for you? And your response was, let's go to a resort. Right. Because years and years ago, um, you had watched, uh, I think it was HBO Real Sex. Yes. And they yeah, were, we had watched those, yeah. Yeah, there was, and there was a, a piece about probably Hedo. Um, right. And I had gone to bed. And the next morning, you attacked me and said, this is so fucking hot. Let's you have do, to watch yeah, this. Yeah, you have to watch this. So let's do this. <laughs> and so when years later, when it came up, um, you that's what you had in your mind of the, what that looked like. Right. Right. Because um, that's all I knew. Right. From having seen that, that there were these resorts that you could go to and have sex with other people if that's what mm-hmm. floated your boat. 
And I said, okay, how do we do that? <laughs> we have, at that time, we had a brand new baby and yep. a five-year-old yep. and a dog. Yep. <laughs> and responsibility and, and a mortgage. And, and I had a brand new baby body. And I was just starting a new job yeah. in, a new, in a different city. Right. And so, like, that's great. How do we do that? Right. <laughs> and reality is, at that time, it wasn't, there's was no way. No, no. So, in that regard, yeah, yeah. So, in that regard, it was kind of a safe way for us to talk about this because nothing was going to happen. happen. Right. Yeah. So, it was more of a explore a fantasy right. kind of a thing and have some openness about this might be something that could right. happen and openness, down the road. Yeah. All of which is incredibly important just generally in a relationship. Right. Is right. to explore fantasies and to be open and to you know, feel safe in expressing desires and needs, wants. Right. And so, so that, you know, and then, and that it came up a couple other times over the years, not in any serious way, but just, you know, in more of a fantasy exploration. Right. Mode. Again, right. right. Every once in a while we would Every say, couple you know, of years. we've got to find one of those places where yeah. you can go and do that kind of stuff. So we, yes, we always did have, so it, kind of on the back burner. Yeah. So, in other words, this didn't come completely out of the right, blue. Right. Right. There was some groundwork laid, but not right. to that level where it just actually just actually happens. <laughs> yeah. Without any discussion. Right. <laughs> and that everybody's okay. And with that everybody's that. okay with it. Not only okay with it, but totally turned on by right. it. And so, and I think we should come back to that point about how this was, even though it was organic for us, and and talking about the fact that we had talked about it in other times, but. To your point that even though you'd been listening to podcasts for a couple of years, had you suggested it, that would have probably not gone over as well. And I think for me, and the reason that I had said that a couple of times is because I think I would have felt um, somehow, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, jealous, not jealous, but I would have felt. Well, you would have felt inadequate. Yes. Yeah. That you're that, not fulfilling needs of mine. And why right. do I need to go outside of our marriage to have needs met? Right. Right, exactly. Thank you. I couldn't quite put my fingers on it. Yeah. So that's exactly what I would have felt like, like really shut down and disappointed and sad and yeah, very inadequate. You would have been hurt and would yeah. have taken it personally. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Rather Not than, knowing any differently. Right. So the way that it happened when it just happened kind of out of the blue and well, it was completely out of the blue and it was equal. In other words, she was interested in you. He was interested in me. Mm -hmm. And it was very easy to let that happen. So I think, you know, so we talk about the fact that we accidentally became swingers, which is a million percent true, but we did have some groundwork mm -hmm. laid for it. So that was why we were very ready to Right. We could hit the ground board. running because yeah. we yeah. had the foundation there. Or at least had talked about yeah. that piece of it already. Yeah. So now, it probably would be better to have more of a foundation laid. <laughs> yes. But yes, to the and extent that you right, can do that. Right. Well, and that's what we did. So in and that's why we're here today doing this, because we want to help people who need a foundation um, talk a little bit about ours as well, because it was totally unplanned just with having some background talk about it in the years before. But mm -hmm. it was totally unplanned. Yeah. Like we did not say, hey, let's go to this club and try and pick up other people. Like it was right. out of the blue. So, yeah, but we did lay our foundation, and that foundation was the three weeks in between the sexy date right. and our scheduled play date at the hotel right. that I got. When clothes came off. <laughs> when clothes came off. So, we spent those three weeks studying mm -hmm. 
<laughs> researching and listening to podcasts. And it was a really, actually really hot. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So that first week I was gone. And then the second two weeks. So what we did, so we found the, the We Got a Thing podcast and listened to that quite a bit. And then at night we would actually, you caught up, you went back and listened to everything that I had listened to on my trip on the way back down and you caught up on your commute times. And then at night we would sit and listen to them together. Mm -hmm. So the kids would go to bed and we would jump in our bed and turn on our podcast and listen to, we got a thing. Mm -hmm. And then we would stop during the podcast and, and talk. stop and talk yeah. about what they were talking about. Yeah. What does that mean for you? How do you think you're going to feel about this? What happens if this happens? What are we going to do? We talked a lot yeah. about, potential things that we saw that could be pitfalls. We talked about what we envisioned for ourselves as a swinging couple. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that we talked about first and foremost was setting up the absolute promise of communication right. to each other. Like we said, we have to be able to talk about everything, even when it gets hard, because we suspect it'll get hard, but even if it's uncomfortable, that we need to be able to talk about everything, because if it if we can't, then this can't work. Right. And that's, so, and that's so critical, because, you know, as I alluded to in our introduction, you know, if you have a strong relationship and you can communicate with one another, this is amazing. If you don't have a strong relationship and you can't communicate with one another, this is very dangerous. Right. Yeah. And hard. Because especially if you can't be open and share all of those things that become, that are fantasies that you can really make reality, mm -hmm. um, then it's a definitely a slippery slope yeah. if you're not sharing them together as partners. Now, that doesn't mean you both have to be actively doing the exact same thing. Right. But what it means is that, at least for us... What was really important was that we wanted to set the stage of no matter what we end up doing, we have to, we want to tell each other about it, but we want to make sure that we're open enough and talk about everything that happens, good, bad, whatever, and then be able to process it. Mm -hmm. And so we, we laid a lot of groundwork for that. And I will say, you know, we have a strong relationship, but we're not perfect. And we haven't been perfect and we still have ups and downs and we did in the past. We still do. We, we still, still do. will. Mm -hmm. And that's all part of being married. Right. That's all part of being in a relationship. Right. So. Yeah, the same challenges that you have inside and outside of the lifestyle. But I think it's magnified, though, in the lifestyle when you have this other component of you know, now you have other people that you're having sex with. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of potential for hurt feelings and jealousy and negative emotions to creep in if, if you're not completely open and honest with one another and communicate with one another. Right. And there's no reason to hide anything. Right. That's the beauty of yeah. it is that when you start off in this type of a relationship, when you start off swinging and you come at it from an honest place, like there was no ulterior motive for either one of us. It was just something that happened and it was sexy as fuck. And it was something we both had dreamt about and fantasized about. So there was never anything ulterior motive about mm -hmm. it. So it started off in a place of total openness and honesty. So it was always easier to go back to kind of that right. you don't we didn't have to hide anything we we had to talk through a lot of new things that happened mm -hmm. and sometimes it would 
it would be, um, and we'll talk about a lot of these things in our episodes that are coming up because they're really important. But the fact is that you don't even have to know the answers to the questions when you just have to be able to talk about them. Right. Like I'm having these feelings. I don't really know how to, to process it. I don't know that I can right now, but I just want you to know, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Or, I mean, we've learned a lot of different techniques mm -hmm. of things that work for us. Or you may think that you know the answer, right? but then find out three weeks, six weeks, two months, a year later that, well, that wasn't the answer and it wasn't even the right question in the first place. Right. You know, this is all very fluid and, and right. things change and, right. you know, we've both changed as individuals and, you know, things that we thought at the beginning, oh, we'll never do that. Uh, or that's just not us. Well, now that's what we do every day. So <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. So, and then some things that, yeah, right, exactly. Some things we thought, oh, that is what we want to do. And then that's, yeah, that's yeah, not, not that so much. That didn't really work out great. Right. And we'll talk about all of those things. So, but I think that it's, what's the important piece here is that we were able to take a lot of time because of that three week interval in between the dates that we put a lot of energy into researching it, mm -hmm. listening to other things, talking about it, um, fantasizing about what we were going to do and have and how this was going to work. And some of it very naively. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we would listen to these podcasts and they talked about how hard it was to find a couple that were the four people connected. And we were like, well, that was easy. That just showed up in our lap. How nice was that? And then they talk about how, you know, you have to go out and meet all these people and do all this stuff. And we're like, shoot, people we know just live in the front of the neighborhood. <laughs> they came to us. <laughs> they came to us. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't so hard. How hard can this be? Yeah, we rock at this. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be lining up outside our door once the news gets out. <laughs> If they're dropping in from nowhere before we even know there were mm -hmm. swingers, just think about what happens when yeah, we actually, actually say, yeah. <laughs> it was going to be so easy. Uh, yeah, like we, we didn't even need to find anybody else. We had a, ready, a couple <laughs> ready made. That was what we were thinking. We were very naive. That, yeah, we were. <laughs> but it, it was a good plan. It was a great plan. It was a great plan. So we did all that research and we did all that talking and we spent a lot of, like we said, evenings and listening to podcasts and we got all hot and heavy with each other. It was a very hot and steamy time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we just we made out more in that in those three weeks. Yeah, than we had in ever. All Not hot since, and heavy. You know, since we were dating. Yeah, yeah, it really, really sparked something viscerally for us. Yeah, and the other thing is that we also decided we weren't going to have sex with one another. Remember for that? Oh yeah, yeah. And so I think for like the last well, we when you got back from Virginia, we did. But then we said, you know, let's kind of really amp this anticipation up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to do that. I think we didn't quite make we it, didn't. though. No. no, we didn't. And then we were like, we were glad that we didn't because <laughs> yeah. we would have hated to have hung all of that right. on top of the anxiousness of having this first date. I think we did like the night before or something like that, or two nights before yeah. we ended up having sex. We just couldn't wait any longer. Yeah. Yeah. That did, that made it even a little bit hotter. Yeah, there's a lot more anticipation. Yeah. Cause it was building up, building up and it's all the sexual energy and tension and everything. So, so it was great. It was a really good three weeks and we learned a lot about ourselves and each other just because there was no pressure of something that had already happened mm -hmm. that it was just the anticipation of what was going to happen. And then the fantasizing about what could happen further on down the road. That was it though. That's all we knew. Mm -hmm. Like we had 
have we even looked at like their social websites, the websites, the kind of the I don't think we had websites. I don't think we had looked at those. We knew about them because yeah. one of the episodes was about setting up right. a profile, and we we're actually going to talk about that too. Yeah, um, I think our next episode because we did things a little bit differently than some other people do on their profile. So we're going to kind of talk about those ways to do that. But we hadn't done any of that. We I don't even know that I knew that swinging websites, basically dating websites existed until Until, I listened to that podcast. And I was like, what's that? I don't think I did either. Other than, well, no, I had no, you know, I did because of listening to like on the swing set and Cassidy because they're a sponsor. And so, yeah, I didn't know, but I, I didn't know what they looked like or what a huge part of this it is. Right. So I was aware. So then the time finally came mm-hmm. for our date. Mm-hmm. And three weeks had gone by, lots of anticipation. I'd had some flirty, sexy texts with him. I don't know if you texted her at all, but Mm-mm. yeah. Oh, so well, we were in our group text. That's right. We were in our group text. Because at that point, well. we were only texting in. We thought, well, that's the way that we should that's, do this. That we right. should we should all four text. Right. Because that's what the podcast said was a good thing to do that you everybody make sure everybody's all on the same page so the day came for our date we went and got our hotel and they came but we went early Mm -hmm. we went for a little bit early and we actually recorded Mm -hmm. some audio at that time before they showed up and then they showed up and we found out that she had not been feeling well for like the week she'd had a sinus infection and she still was kind of sinusy. So I think I even said, my gosh, do you even really want to do this? Because if you haven't been feeling well, like today was the first day that she'd felt better. And I was like, Oh my God, you know why? Let's not do this. And she's like, no, no, no. You know, that's, it's totally good. And I said, okay. So we all went out to dinner. We decided to go out to dinner. We walked down a couple blocks to a restaurant and right away things were different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell that whatever connection that she and I had while we were drunk in the back of the Uber van was no longer there. <laughs> and I, I'm not, in hindsight, I'm not entirely certain she remembers <laughs> much of what happened that night. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked about it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of... Um, drinking going on that first time but how could you not we talked about i mean it's not like you don't know because right. we've been planning a date now for a, a play oh date. yeah no she knew what was coming yeah, up but i don't yeah. know that she Remember, <laughs> remembered what, a whole lot of how well how awesome it was yeah so yeah so it was obvious between the mm. two of you that the the connection that had been there was not there and he and i still had our mm. hot connection going on because we were the ones that kind of had that for yeah the pre-existing yeah right so it was awkward yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was awkward. Yeah. But we pressed on mm-hmm. and we went back to the hotel after dinner. So one of the things that they talk about in the podcast is that you talk as a foursome about what the expectations are or are there any hard limits or, you know, things like that. Uh, before you get started. Mm-hmm. So I was following the guidelines, which by the way, in hindsight, I don't, have we ever done that since? Again? No, I don't, I don't think know. we have. We may have. I think we have. Really? Okay. Yeah. And then you get, but then you get better at it, mm-hmm. and it, you just kind of you know. do it. Yeah. In the dinner Throughout beforehand, the course, yes. yes, you yeah. do it. It just that. <laughs> I didn't know how else to do it, <laughs> yeah. so I was following the guidelines. Mm-hmm. So we sat and said, "Okay, well, let's have a conversation about you know what do you guys like." 
and what don't you like? And we said, um, or I said, just a reminder, this is, you know, kind of our first time with another couple, but we don't really have any, we had talked about the fact that we have any hard limits or things like that. And I think we had said just, there was no, like no humiliation, no degradation, just stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Just no hardcore, something else, whatever. But other than that, we didn't really have anything. So we had the conversation about how we would have our expectations of what we were going to do and and things like that. And did we have any limits or, or anything like that? And, and they said um, that they didn't have anything in particular, except for she started to talk about the things that they liked. Mm -hmm. And so she really liked it when she got flogged. That was one of her favorite things. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really even know what that was. No, we didn't know what that was. (laughs) So she started talking about how her husband was like the best flogger and... Except for Dungeon Master, whoever. So, so yeah, some Dungeon Master guy. (laughs) And at this point... point, I look over at you and you've got white as a sheet. (laughs) And I was thinking, oh... God, this isn't going to go well at all. And I'm thinking, oh, God, this isn't going to go well at all. There's no way that I can satisfy this woman. Right, right. And so I said, well, you know, we're in very different places. Clearly, we are new at this. You guys are clearly not. And we don't have to do this if you don't want to do this. Because we're not in the same place at all. And she said, basically, she turned around and said, nope, let's do this. And she went... Like, come on, let's go. Here we go. (laughs) And she made a beeline to me and started unbuttoning my shirt and took my shirt off and we started kissing. And then she reached down and and I I pulled her shirt off and she reached down while we were kissing and started undoing my belt. And I was undoing her bra. And so we got naked real fast. And we were kissing and we got got naked, I don't think quite as quickly as you, but... We got naked fast. Yeah. yeah. And so. So what happened on your, so we had this king size bed, mm-hmm. one king size bed. So what happened on, what was happening on your side of the bed? Uh, my side of the bed. So I, you know, so she laid down on the bed and I, I got on top and started kissing her and, and I was doing my, what I had done with you for 26 years, what I knew how to do, which was to be very sensual and gentle and loving and make love to you, which at that point, that's what you liked and what you knew. And that's what I liked and what I knew at that point. And so that's what I was doing. And then at one point she said to me, Tristan, I'm not going to break. (laughs) And I thought, oh shit, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) What what do I do? And I, you know, at that point I didn't know how to mix it up. I had one game. Yeah. And it's a good game. It's a good game, but it doesn't work for all women. (laughs) I'm much more versatile now, but at the time, you know, I was a one trick pony. And so, you know, I was really good at going down. I was really good at, you know, so I'm like, all right, well, let me do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get her back. 
And, you know, and, and she liked it, but she needs a level of stimulation that I was unable to provide for her. Right. You know, even just like with nipple play, you know, she wanted it harder and harder. And so you, at that point, it was all, you know, you were always, you know, no, don't do that. Don't squeeze. And so that's what I knew how to do is to be very gentle. And right. she wanted me to basically twist her nipples off, which was not something I was very comfortable with. You know, I did the best that I could with my limited resources at the time. <laughs> So, so I went down on her and she liked it, but she needed more. Mm -hmm. And so at some point, the, um, the toys that were being used on your side of the, of the bed came over to my side of the bed and I didn't know how to use these fucking things. You know, I didn't know what to do with the magic wand. Right. I mean, I figured it out. There was a pussy pump that looked like the oxygen mask that fall down from the <laughs> ceiling of the airplane in an emergency. And I put that on I'm her. I'm still and, not really seeing how that works. Well, because I, I mean, wasn't paying attention. The theory is that yeah. it, it yeah, draws all I, the blood and, and, you know, and, and she got really engorged and that's the theory behind it. And to me, it was kind of disturbing yeah. <laughs> looking and really wasn't at all sexy. But, <laughs> you know, so I did that with her, you know, used various toys on her that it's not real intuitive, if you've never used toys before and which I hadn't because we really never right. used toys. You, know, you had your one little vibrating thing and that's it right. at that point. So I was basically just muddling through doing the best I could. <laughs> that's all. That and on, over on, on my side of the bed. <laughs> yep. We got down and dirty and all the clothes came off and everything. And then I think it pretty much very early on into the process, she said, or he said, or somebody said, well, let's get the magic wand. And she said, use that on, on uh, Marina. And I thought, what's a magic wand? <laughs> <laughs> so they take out this huge vibrator and plug it into the wall. So in case you don't know, dear listeners, there are two versions of the magic wand. One is a battery powered one. Portable one. Yes. Portable. More portable. And this can is slip a, easily into your purse. This is more like lawn equipment yeah. that you plug in. Like if it were gas powered, <laughs> you know, it might, it might as well be this thing. The lights dimmed. I think they turned it on. And so I'm thinking, and I don't, we don't play with toys very often so i'm thinking what is this possibly gonna do to me and then the second that he touched that thing i think the eyes my eyes rolled <laughs> into the back of my head i think my body turned red from toenail to the top of my head and my brain was like i don't think i like this but my body and my pussy were like oh hell shut up brain oh hell yeah <laughs> oh hell yes <laughs> this is the best thing ever <laughs> <laughs> so I went completely gone and I probably orgasmed like right away. And because I, yeah, that was insane to this day. Is why we still don't own mm -hmm. a magic wand because I don't know that I could take that. It's a once every while treat, I guess. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was crazy. Yeah. So I, I it was really hard because my brain really was saying i don't i don't really like yeah, this is not what i want i don't yeah this isn't what i want but my body was like fuck, fuck yeah yeah <laughs> so i was really torn but i was like all right that's cool that's all right you know so then we start to go on to like to the next thing and he asks me do i trust him and i said yeah of course so he said you know can i put a blindfold on you and i said sure so i'm like yay all right here we go i'm gonna get blindfolded but he's gonna you know now i get to actually you know fuck him puts the blindfold on and then basically start to get fucked 
But I realized very, very quickly, this is not a penis. He's fucking me with a dildo. I had a, but I had my blindfold on and I, I just didn't even know what to think or do. I just, I mean, it, again, it felt good, but it was so not what I wanted. It was so not what I was anticipating. And I just wanted to be with this man that I, here I was finally going to have sex with somebody else that wasn't my husband with a man that I've been basically flirting with for like two years and, or had this like chemistry, this sexual energy with every time we ever saw each other and it had built up and this was finally going to happen. And he fucked me with a dildo with a blindfold on. So it was really bizarre. Oh, and I think he took the magic wand out again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, of course, my body was like, woohoo! My yes. brain was like, no, I don't get this. I don't understand, but, but it felt good. <laughs> so, and I think that that was part of it too. Like, it, it, it was, um, it was just, I don't know. It just wasn't what I expected. The whole thing was, it was just bizarre. The whole mm -hmm. thing was weird. And so we never really found out or figured out why that happened. You know, now we have a little bit more information. We can kind of speculate, I think, with a little bit more experience. But at the time, for people who had never done this before, it was weird. So we basically ended up not having sex with them. Right. Well, so then. <clears throat> well, we both, we all finished. Yeah. By you were going down on him and she went down on right, me. Right, 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 right. That's right. So. And then we stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, then, and, so, yeah and I came and, and he came and, and then we were thinking, okay. We'll take a break. Get a two. drink. Yeah, get a drink. Eat something. Get some snacks. We had snacks mm -hmm. and drinks. Yeah, we, we were had, very well prepared. We were prepared. We, were very <laughs> we had good a little host, bar. Hosts and hostesses. <laughs> yeah. We had like crackers and things and. <laughs> and beverages, adult beverages and everything. So we were like, yeah, we'll go ahead, you know, because every time you, all the podcasts and things talk about how, you know, you kind of play and then you take a break and then you play and take a break and then you play and take a break. So we had anticipated, you know, being there obviously all night, being able to do this. So, so we ended and it was kind of like, all right, this is a great, you know, break time. And she got up and started getting dressed. He got up and started cleaning off their toys and that he hadn't cleaned already and started getting dressed. And we were like, what you doing? <laughs> and so she's like, well, we're going to go ahead and head out. And, um, oh, if we forget anything, just pack it up and bring it with you and we'll get it from you later. And, and we were like, uh, okay. Because it had been, what, maybe an hour, hour and a half, maybe? Yeah, hour and a half max, but probably closer to an like hour. The, yeah, that we were actually playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not very long at all. Right. It was just so weird. And then... Certainly not after three weeks of buildup. Yeah, yeah. That, I was really anticipating this long, mm -hmm. you know, leave at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, long, slow. Yeah. Multi... Yeah. Yes, multi-session time, mm -hmm. and that's not the other podcasts say you get multiple rounds. <laughs> <laughs> this was not working out like the podcast said it was supposed to. <laughs> I was like, man, I wasn't prepared for any of that because what do you do? So I start, I like stood at up. every turn, it yeah, wasn't going. It the wasn't. Way. None of it went the way. I mean, except for where I made my speech at the beginning, because that's how you're supposed to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> and how we offered for it to back out, but no. Mm -hmm. So, all right, that went well, but then it all went crazy after that. So then I stood up and started getting dressed, and he said, well, why are you getting dressed? You, This is your hotel room. You don't have to go anywhere. And I said, well, it's only 11 o'clock, and if you guys are heading out, we're going to go out and find somebody else. <laughs> 
So he was like, uh, what? Of course, I was kidding, but I'm like, I was, I was like, what? I can't believe that you're leaving. So they packed up their stuff and they left and we stood there and we shut the door behind them and we looked at each other and started laughing hysterically. <laughs> and we said, you know, that was terrible, but let's, let's do, do that, that again. again. <laughs> but better. But better. Let's That's right. Better. Let's do it right. <laughs> And so we did. We sat right there. We got undressed. We made ourselves drinks. We opened our snacks that we had because we were good hosts. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. sat right there. We drank there. our Moscow mules, yeah. ate our popcorn, yeah. and, and naked. And we sat naked on the bed. And we, right then and there, created our very first profile for uh, SLS. For SLS, yeah. Because mm -hmm. we, knew, we knew we were in. Mm-hmm. We, oh yeah, we wanted we wanted this, and even though this was so not what we expected, yeah. it was so it was different, disappointing, it was, and yeah. different, and not at all what we expected. But but it was amazing. It was amazing, and so we got a little bit of a glimpse. You know, if something that could go so sideways can still be really awesome. Yeah. Wow. What's it going to be like when we have the right couple in the <laughs> right circumstances, and we actually have sex? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so great? Yeah, that's not artificial. <laughs> <laughs> With actual body parts. And maybe not as many toys. Exactly. Like, yeah, you yeah. just naturally right. have orgasms and things. Right. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, and that was a big piece of it. I mean, it was, I think, you know, we talked about it. It was, it was really, it was so terrible in the sense that it just didn't go any way that we wanted it to go. It was 180 degrees from what we thought it was going to be. We did not connect with them. We did not click with them afterwards. It was, it was just a bad experience but it was so hot and so exciting and so taboo mm -hmm. and just even though it wasn't going well there was still a lot of sexual energy mm -hmm. there was sexiness hot sex taboo all that whatever stuff going on because we weren't having sex with each other we were having sex with other people and we were right there and right. you were watching like you were watching me and i was being with somebody else and so that was really hot but it was terrible <laughs> but it was really hot <laughs> but it was terrible but it was, terrible. <laughs> but it was awesome it was it was, it was. all of those things yeah. wrapped up yeah. into one so we learned a lot we learned a lot that day. And I think that that for us has kind of been, the, I mean, obviously this whole thing. So here we had another experience of mm -hmm. this was not how, what we thought was going to happen. Just like, you know, we didn't expect to have a hot date with them. And then we didn't expect to become swingers from it. And we then we expected to have a good time and actually have sex. And that didn't happen. <laughs> so we've learned a lot about being organic and letting, yeah. you know, things Going that happen. And yeah. And I think that we talked about it. What we've learned is that we can have expectations the, right. and we should have expectations, right. but also be prepared for those expectations to not be fulfilled and for something completely Things can completely go in a different direction and still be awesome, right. even if they're not what and you want. And boy, have we learned that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, we have learned that a lot happens of happens continually. Yes. And I think that, you know, the other piece of it is being able to talk about it so much. I think that that's something that's really important and that we've been able to really talk about is that the fact that we had talked so much about different scenarios and things and stuff like that and had listened to so many podcasts about things that can go wrong. I think we were a little bit, at least a little prepared. Mm-hmm. 
So it didn't totally derail the whole evening because things didn't go exactly the way that we thought that they would. It didn't derail the evening, and it certainly didn't derail our fledgling swinger career. No, it did not. Our decision to go ahead and go full on into a lifestyle, um, lifestyle, Mm -hmm. an alternative lifestyle. Which we absolutely have. non-monogamous open marriage, which is what we immediately decided to do. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all we needed to see. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. We were in. Yeah. And then maybe next time we'll actually be able to have sex with that's people. Right. Woohoo. <laughs> well, that'd be nice. So that's really how that went. It was crazy and insane. And we did sit there and do those profile, do our profile and talk about what we wanted. And really that was the the day, the, the starting point of all of of all of our entire journey. And I remember the next day we were driving home. We stopped and we we recorded about that too. So we recorded before our date, we recorded after our date, and we recorded on the way home the mm. next day. And we even talked the next day about how how much we'd already learned mm. and how much um, anticipation there was for the next time. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was our, our first play date with our very first couple and our first experience as swingers. It was horrible. <laughs> It was horrible, but it was wonderful. But it was wonderful. It certainly set the stage for a lot of our crazy adventures because it's just one (laughs) of many of our stories Mm -hmm. in our very short swinging career. So, yeah. It was a very important one, though, because, as I said, it, it gave us a glimpse of what this can be mm-hmm. and what this has become for us in the meantime. Right. And I think it's also it was beneficial having some adversity right out of the gate because we realized it was sobering and humbling right away. Because <laughs> here we thought going in, oh, yeah, we got this shit wired. Yeah. You know, we've already found a couple that we have a four-way connection yes. with. <laughs> so we thought... And they live, and they live right down by, the street. Right. And we'll just be able to go down there and have sex with them whenever we want. Yeah, and we got this all figured yeah, out. Yeah, this is so easy. <laughs> so sorry for all the other people That's who right. have, <laughs> have to work. Have to work really hard at finding couples, like yeah. whatever. Yeah, we didn't have to do anything. They just came to us. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. Now that we're gonna try, we'll they'll we'll have them lined up down the That's street. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. Just wait till we actually put some energy uh-huh. into it. How great this is going to be. It's going to be so easy. And how we were, we, um, we kind of live in a, in an area. Uh, so we live in the Tampa, Florida area and there's a lot of stuff here that we didn't know about. And we're going to talk about that too. in upcoming episodes pretty, pretty soon actually about utilizing your resources. And so we have a lot of things that are available to us here. So we have been able to experience a lot in a very short period yeah. of time. We've been able we're, to compress our learning curve. Yes. What maybe a lot of couples in other parts of the country would take 10 years, we were able to cram into two. Yes. Yeah. Legitimately, Mm -hmm. because we have so many opportunities to do so many different things. And we also chose to jump in with both feet. feet. So we're going to talk a lot about that in our upcoming episodes because we went balls to the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. After this. After our very sideways experience, we could not wait to. And we still ended up waiting a while. Yeah, it took us a couple of months to actually get up and going by the time we got the profiles on board. Mm -hmm. And then we had a trip planned. And so we'll talk about all those things. But so that was really our first adventure into swinging. It was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever done. Um, (laughs) But it changed my life forever. 
Yeah, I'll echo that. Yeah. Absolutely, for the better. So that was our story. And we would love to, at some point in time, actually, we can go ahead and talk about this now as people start to listen and start to get to know us a little bit better. So many things happen for us accidentally, which is why we we gravitated to that name of the Accidental Swingers right off the bat, because we stumbled into so many things and so many situations and ways, you know, we thought this was going to go one way. And we learned very quickly to... (laughs) Just go with the flow because we accidentally did so many things wrong. So we would like to hear, you know, your stories and our listeners' stories and what things accidentally happened for you. Because we do talk when we talk to other people about their swinging stories. It's very common for people to to kind of find themselves all of a sudden they realize the situation presents itself. And once also very common is that once you kind of get into it, you realize this is something that you want to do for a lot of people. And we've heard that feedback as well. So I would say if you're listening out there and you want to reach out to us and let us know some of your accidental swinging stories, um, we're going to start to kind of archive those and get people's stories and we'll read some during our podcast. And then we'll also probably eventually call people and try and do interviews with folks um, about your funny stories as well. We want to know what accidentally happened to you. How did you accidentally start swinging? So you can reach us by going onto our website, accidentalswingers.com. You can email us at I'm Marina at Accidental Swingers or Tristan at Accidental Swingers. And I think we have the other one is contact or info at Accidental Swingers, but it's on our website. So you can find out there how to email us. You'll be able to, to do that. And we would love to get your feedback. I think coming up in the next couple of episodes, we're, I think the next episode we're going to talk about actually creating your profiles. Mm-hmm. That was something that was really helpful for us. And we worked really hard on our profiles. So we're going to talk about the different social media um, websites. I guess they're not really social media websites, the swinger websites, the date, they're kind of dating websites, but they're mm-hmm. not, but they are. They are. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, adult when you, websites. when you make a profile, to try to meet other people to have sex with. <laughs> that, that kind of fits are all you the dating? Def- Yeah. <clears throat> I think that checks all the boxes for a dating sense. website. <laughs> all right, fine. I'm still like I guess I'm still a conservative girl at heart. Well, what? don't sugarcoat it. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> it's not quite as bad as Tinder. You don't like huh. I've never used Tinder, so I don't know, but <laughs> I think more thought goes into it. I don't know. I've never, maybe you had to try Tinder. That is one of the things that's still Mm -hmm. not on the list. See, there's still so much to do. Right. We do know some couples, some people who have done Tinder accounts that are in the lifestyle. So, um, but anyways, that is not one that we're going to be talking about. But we're going to be talking about some of the other websites and services that are available for people wanting to get into swinging. So we'll talk about those. We'll talk about things that we found out or we realize that are important in profiles, how to set those up. And then we're going to talk about our next adventure and how that unfolded. And so we've had quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're also going to talk very quickly about deciding. We made decisions very quickly early on about what we wanted our lifestyle relationships to look like and, and with others. Were we going to date single men or not or, or include single men or just couples only? So that's our next episode is going to be talking about mm-hmm. couples or singles or both and then setting up your profiles. Yes. So, is there anything else that we were going to talk about today? I think that covers it. I think that does cover it. (laughs) Well, once again, that's a ton of fun. It is a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. So, there you go. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed telling our story. Again, you can find us on our website. You can also find us on Instagram, just Accidental Swingers. And we just started that account, so... 
not much there now, but follow us and you'll start to be able to track us through social media. So have a great day and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Loved this episode of The Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. While you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. If you have ideas, feedback, or questions, send us an email, marina at accidentalswingers.com or tristan at accidentalswingers.com. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call the lifestyle. Fuck all that. <laughs> this right, is, this right, is fun. Let's do right, this right. and do it together and have a great time. Get connected and get closer to one another. And yeah. I'm all in. I'm all in. All right. All right.